Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! Man, first of its kind, the first dome. Anyway, anyway. The frameworks are getting a little squeaky. Yeah, we gotta we gotta lube them up. How do we, do they sell that specifically for podcast uh how do, how do we how do we maintain these these what do, what do you even call these microphone arms yeah stance Man. radio stance there is a turd fermenting in my ass uh, but it's not there yet so we're just that's going to be a journey that we're going to go through on this podcast together folks there's nothing worse than not waiting it out like if you went out and just tried to push that out right now it would be less fun than just well that's how you get um Hernias? Yes, that's how you get a hernia. And uh, everything I know about hernias is you don't want them. Not good. Yeah. Uh, so I will literally, I won't push at all. Like I want to, I wait until the turd is at a point it's where falling it's out. literally just sort of sliding out. <laughs> the, the minimal effort required for me to push it out whatsoever. Um, yeah. No, that's the easiest way to actually, you know, in, enjoy and have a happy life. Have you ever uh, had a turd so hard and large that your asshole bled after? No, okay, no. Well, yeah. That's what are you talking about, dude? That's me, never happened to me neither, folks. Damn, dude. So coming off of probably the craziest podcast of our lives. Pretty intense. I don't know, like it might have been the mushrooms. Uh, I think definitely the mushrooms affected you and and made it uh, escalate in your head. Shout out to Johnny T for coming through and just dumping, just dumping that trauma on us. It was. So interesting, and if you to don't, say the least. And if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to last week's episode, and then you can join the Patreon to hear the absolutely yeah horrendous story. Uh, yeah, already just like his his normal day to day life already seems pretty dramatic. I mean traumatic, and then he, <laughs> and then it goes to and then he for the for the bonus episode Patreon boys we, he talks about his divorce and it is the ugliest shit I've ever heard. It's so sad. It's just so sad. He's a he's a survivor for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude. So he shouts survived. out, shouts out, Johnny. That was a hilarious episode. I, I was under uh, the impression, easily, yeah, very crazy. Uh, yeah, wow. I don't even know what. To I really enjoyed about. those mushrooms. Whatever the he had little capsules with both mushroom and something else in it, and it, it gave me a nice little clean balance. Yeah, the guy's going through it. He he was like, oh, I'm on ayahuasca. I'm on mushrooms right now. He's I like, would. He's go, I, it's like a it's it's the midlife crisis, but instead of getting the like a Harley Davidson, we're we're doing all the drugs, doing a podcast. Mm. I just turned 35, and you know I'm about to live life. I'm about to go yeah. spend all my money and then divorce my wife. I'm about to go get a dime. I'm about to get some. Mm. Yeah, me and my girl Sally, we just got a divorce, so I'm flying out to Cali. I'm gonna spend a day at Universal, then I'ma go to Long Beach and do a podcast. My yo. divorce got finalized, and now I'm gonna go get on the trippy eyes, magicize. Oh, I just called up my shaman, we're doing ayahuasca every day, every evening. Uh. If I recall, he didn't have a shaman at all. He was just, you know, playing basketball. And one of the guys was like, here, you want ayahuasca? And he was like, sure, yeah, masa. That's how you do it proper. You do the ayahuasca and then you lock yourself in your room. It's impossible for anyone to ever get in and interrupt your soul and be your friend. I'm puking out pasta because I just ate ayahuasca. Yeah, that was... um. I mean, it, technically we were on psychedelics, but it did, it was truly a, like, 
it, it reminded me of when I watched the human centipede on when I was on acid. Uh, that that whole like, oh my fucking god, man! The whole time he was talking, that was it. So go check that episode out and maybe drop some mushrooms before you eat. Not a lot. What what do we do? Like point five. Point five, half, some, half a gram. Some medical dose. Yeah, come on, get oh, me, get man. medically dosed. Whoa, you just got a little shorter. Is that too short for you? Nah, too short's pretty good rapper. I one I, of the top. I want to be able to get my legs underneath the table. Oh, okay, okay. I feel like so liberated. You got now. some I'm big ass there. legs. I feel I'm like, in there. Uh, your your gamer chair goes up higher than my gamer chair does, which is a bummer. I was sitting in this wrong. What do you mean? Like I was sitting too high. You had for a it. While. You had it turned backwards. Like you're you're about to give a life lesson to some, I'm a, some I'm a, kids. I'm a youth pastor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last beat was "Vibrations" by Piper Beats. I have um, what did I have? I wrote down something. Hang on, I have two different files. Unfortunately, uh, oh, multiple files. Yeah, I fucked up. Uh, shit. Oh, which word? Because here's the thing. I'm using Zycam. For the for the viewers. Oh yeah, Zycam is nasal, nasal is spray. Nasal spray, folks. I, I was using Vix. Now I switched to Zycam. I'm gonna hit some Zycam right there's now. There's two. There's two Zycam. Cam with yeah, the yeah. Zycam. I want you to tell me right now what which word is more severe, extreme, or intense. I think extreme. Extreme, right? Yes. The intense Ooh. Zycam is more extreme than the extreme Zycam. You understand wonder, what I'm saying? There's intense and there's extreme, but I bought extreme because extreme sounded more severe, but it turns out intense is more intense than extreme. Let's look up the etymology here. Uh, intense uh, from Old French or from Latin intensus, stretched, mm. stretched tightly, strained. Yeah. Uh, oh, for tensity, I, I see. Uh, past the past participle of Intendere. I'm, I'm struggling to follow you right uh, now. What do we got here? From the Latin, intendere. Uh, old French, intense. Um, okay, well, let's look, at, let's look up the extreme etymology. So far, not that intense. Exactly, dude. I got the extreme one because I thought for sure extreme is, is more of a high-tier product that affects you. Dude, this after taxes is $20. That's insane. So I've been stealing them for of years course, now, but yeah. this time I was like, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to support the company. I'm going to support support the pharmaceutical company. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> and when I bought it, I thought I'm never buying this again. I'm always stealing this from here on out. Uh, well, extreme comes from the Latin extremis, which is outermost, utmost. Uh, extremis. Which neither of them sound that intense or extreme once you get down to the etymology. Maybe that's just what etymology does. It ruins the power of words. Yeah, no, I think so. I I wish I didn't know synonyms because I often get confused and use the wrong word. Synonyms, they mean different things to him. We got uh, synonyms, they're not similes, no like, as, whatever, if you please. I'm not a grammar scholar, so please get off my NUTs. Uh, I like having a diverse vocab. You're Larry, and you know it's imperi, imperative mm. for me to know the adjectives so I can speak them to my friend. Yo, I just graduated from my school. I'm an etymologist now, and so y'all are fools. Oh, wait, the, the, nobody needs etymologists anymore. We've yeah. already dissected every word. Oh, my God, I'm sore. Uh, I have a PhD in etymame. Uh, mm. I mean, etymology. Uh, yeah, I'm eating broccoli. 
on a Tuesday with two friends. And yeah, we both pretend. Let's make this rap about edamame now. Because <laughs> I love edamame and I love it. Wow. It's so damn good. I love boiled beans. I thought, you know, etymology was the study of edamame. That'd be good. I mean, I, I think I got the joke. Okay. Uh, they sound they sound similar enough to you could throw that in as some wordplay. I actually ordered some edamame at a Hawaiian place the other day, and it was not like what I thought it was going to be. Uh, what was it? Well, I at first was just eating the whole thing. You know how you're supposed to take out the inside of the edamame? Yes. I was eating the whole thing, bro. Well... You, I, you do. I, I've always sucked. You put the whole thing in your mouth and you suck the beans out. I ate the whole fucking beans. And yeah, but so you were just like, this is kind of a. This is weird. It's all like fibery. Yeah, I was like, this tastes like shit. Yeah. And then I What's was with like, this fibrous edamame. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm not supposed to be eating the whole fucking thing. Part of me thinks that there's. Uh, I've had edamame that you can't. You can eat the the pod part of it. Like, of, like yeah, the preparation like process. Like, yeah, something well, about it. I fucked up. I thought this was one of those, and kind of like how you know in sardines, like you can eat the bones. Like oh. something happens, and the like you, they're just like little soft. Yeah, no, I think those are know? like they go through some type of not pickling, but something like yeah. that. Well, the uh, etymology of edamame is edamame. It's Japanese for beans on a branch. Damn, literally. <laughs> That's. I think you're not supposed to eat the branch. Hey, uh, let me show you this. Speaking of uh, ordering food. There's this um, article that I found about this fucking crazy ass um, female. Damn, it's not pulling up the article. It's just going. It's just sending me. Oh, here there it is. There we go. There we go. L.A. woman accused of using aunt's debit card for 136 DoorDash shoes held on 18 million bonds. So that's a big bond for uh, only twelve thousand dollars worth of uh, DoorDash. Purchases. She racked up twelve thousand using her 73 year old. Uh, aunt's debit card debit card which is crazy because that means straight out the bank that's that money's not coming back okay here's my thing i could probably because i i use doordash and i probably used it twice last month or maybe three times and spent about 50, no. 50 or 60 50 or 60 dollars each time for me and my for two people so 50 or 60 dollars each time it's about 150 dollars in a month I don't know how long it would take me to spend 12 grand. Like if you asked me to spend 12 grand on DoorDash, I would have to get groceries. Uh, we'll go to the article. Maybe there's a little clue on to how, how often like 136 DoorDash issues it orders. So that's at least say she let's give her the benefit of the doubt. She's ordering DoorDash twice a day. Okay. 136 divided by two quick maths, 79. No, that's not what it is. Uh, but uh, what is that? Uh, fucking 70. No, no, it's, it's 60. 68. 68 is what it is. So you have 68 days ordering DoorDash two days a week. Um, and it's got to be at least. Well, OK, so. <laughs> wow. All right. So we have twelve thousand dollars here, folks. Um, twelve thousand dollars. One hundred and thirty six orders. Divided by 136. So the average cost of each order was $88. So she's ordering a feast for just herself. You think she's ordering for her friends too? Okay, here's, you probably have, let's say she's a single mom. There's kids in the house. Oh, she's, wow. So she's stealing bread to feed her family, essentially. You've just added a sympathetic factor to this. I mean, why steal so much food if, oh, she's running like a, a another restaurant. 
She's getting food on DoorDash delivered and then cooking it and selling it. She's, you know, she's funding a business. But basically. that's only two meals a day. I guess there could be a total of for eighty eight bucks. What is that like? Maybe four meals on DoorDash. Yeah, you're. I mean, maybe the hundred and thirty six orders happened in like two months. Maybe it's a quick, a quick thing. Okay, so I could see that because you would think the the the, the aunt would over over. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So. 136 days. That's way too long to, to figure out. Mm. What's with all these charges? I feel retarded that I did not catch this sooner. Oh my god, my little fucking niece, she's a boomer. I wish I could go and fucking shoot her. Goddamn. My niece, Denise, got a hold of my card. Uh, started using it way too hard. All of a sudden, the door dash be swiping. And all of a sudden, I got no money biting. Low key, I should keep better track of my debits and my bank accounts and my fucking credits. Because uh-huh. when I log on my phone, I can see it. I check my bank account like every day, yo, she believed it. Honestly, if I was 73, I probably wouldn't know how to check my e-statements uh, and my credit. Uh, I wish my, I regret it. I need to be more charitable to these old folks. They over here, they don't know about their cell phones. Uh-uh. They don't know that they can log into a banking app and understand that their niece has morals that are crap. Niece, more like, uh, uh, uh. Why don't you go to Nietzsche, 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 Quiche, Nice. Go eat a quiche. That wasn't very nice of you. It's not a very nice thing to do. That's that's our that's better. Uh, uh what was her name? Sheesh. <laughs> nice, more like sheesh. Why'd you steal all my money? Uh, there we go. I like that. Okay. Myla Morris. We got there. Let Myla Morris adore. There we go. On the debit we card. Got there. Yeah, that's crazy. So Bro, and also, that also implies that, that she must live with her aunt and have access to the the physical card. You can't. Right. Well, I'm sure the aunt's like demented or something. So th- this chick's just taking advantage of this woman who maybe she's her caregiver. It, it would make sense for the 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 woman to be the caregiver of the aunt and then just be using her card like that. Dark stuff. But at the same time, you know, if she's her caregiver, what's what's hers is hers. You should you should be allowed to rob people you're caring for. I mean, I've heard of. All right. Well, I've, that's not a good take. Folks. I've I've so. heard of no no. I've heard of old people um, paying a bunch of money because at that point in their life, the money is worth g- getting help. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I that was how uh, my my aunt Dorothy spent the last like six years of her life just in bed on her back and just had a a, a lady come coming in there every yeah. day, you know play some cards with her that check, per- check her fluids or whatever that person leave. has full control dude that person can really do whatever they want to you yeah luckily my aunt dorothy had really nothing to control <laughs> it was like <laughs> enough money to pay for this li- for this fucking nurse this living living nurse. Yeah, yeah and that was it so there wasn't really a lot you could siphon and off even that is nice you get to stay at the crib like that's actually really nice like not having to go to a a, a nursing home that's a big win yeah, it was definitely dark. Those last few years of my Aunt Dorothy's life, she was looking great. Like, she looked like she was fused with the bed. It was like a Cronenberg movie scene. Like, uh, like her 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 bones were starting to, like, fuse together. So, like, there were certain ways her arms couldn't bend. She reminded me of, I don't know, the audience, maybe they've seen the movie Pet Cemetery. It's an older, older film, Stephen King. 
and there's a there's a sister like named Zelda or something that, mm. that's got some weird like fibromyalgia or some shit, and that's what I would compare to. It was scary every time I had to visit with her. Yeah, and of course we had to visit with her. That's why as an old person you got to keep all your money in cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or and if you're gonna if you realize that you're you're diagnosed with some sort of horrible disease like that where you're just you're gonna deteriorate and then die, maybe plant some elaborate way to kill yourself or put some like, yeah put some nice things in place get, like get all your money hide it somewhere and then jump out of an airplane without a parachute or something or get somebody and just pay them a hundred grand and be like listen the time's gonna come you're gonna have to break into my home and kill me that reminds me uh i've been following this murder case it's it's been going on for a couple years now this guy alex murdaugh he's an old ass attorney um and he murdered his son and wife uh, and the, the, the story, oh yeah, look him up. Cause Alex Murda. Yeah. Right. It's, it's an ironic <laughs> last name. Um, this dude's face is so fucking ugly. Um, and it, what's crazy is he's lost a lot of weight. You should look up Alex Murda before this is when he was happy. Look up <laughs> before murders because he looks like a completely different person. Oh my God. Look at this fat fucking bitch. Jesus Christ. And he killed his family. Yeah. He killed both of those people that are in that photo there. But here's here's the thing. There's some backstory. So that little cute little redhead boy, his whole family, they're a bunch of ginger freaks. So that cute little redhead boy there that's in the photo, the one that was murdered a couple years before the murder, maybe not a couple years. I'm not 100 percent sure of the timeline. He's drinking underage, driving a boat. Whoa. Gets it into an accident, kills like an 18 year old girl. Uh. So he is charged with uh, involuntary manslaughter. DUI on a boat and involuntary manslaughter too. That's how it is, yo. It was a deuce. This little kid, yo, it was the truth. I got a charge for involuntary manslaughter because I was on a boat and I killed somebody's daughter. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. My alma mater, my college dropped me and now I got no knowledge. You should have never trusted me with the fucking boat never. controls because when I'm at the hole, you know that I lose control and I'm gonna take this boat and crash it into a bridge. The only bridge on this fucking lake and then I kill a kid. They told me I couldn't whip a yacht if I didn't stop smoking on the pot and drinking schnapps. Uh. Yeah, now it's back in the beat, and that's a fact. Usually, when the beat drops, you're supposed to continue to rap, and that makes the dramatic effect work better. But it's okay, yo, my boy David, he's retarded. Uh, I'm kind of faded and belated. I didn't realize that the beat had exacerbated. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude, so this kid deserved to get killed by yeah. his dad. Is what well, you're saying? Well, here's the thing. It gets <laughs> it gets crazier, man. It's this yuppie crime. So already, you're you're thinking, oh my god, my dumbass son just killed this lady. Uh, but here's the thing. They have influence in the, the community, the community legally, because the dad is a, 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 a high ranking attorney or whatever. And, and the, the, the family has gotten out of some sticky situations before. And there's even there's audio from the boat crash, the aftermath of the boat crash, where a guy is talking to the cops and he's like, do you know who that is? That's Alex Murdoch's son. Good luck. Like telling the cops that like good luck getting any charges on that kid. That's that's what that was in the audio. Yo, um, that's crazy. Uh, but then starts to come out. Mr. Alex Murdaugh, the dad, he's been siphoning millions of dollars from the law firm that he works at in order to fund an opioid addiction that he has. Whoa. He's addicted to Oxycontin, and it's discovered that he's, 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 he's I think it's like $1.5 million he's funneled from his company uh, to fund this Oxycontin what? addiction. Yep. You would think that 
Oxycontin would be cheaper. <laughs> Maybe he's doing a lot of it. I you, don't know. It sounds like he's gambling. 1.5? That's 1. insane. $1.5 million. And I'm sure he's spending it on other shit as well. Gotcha. But according to whatever, apparently he had a pretty bad, a bad Oxycontin addiction. Um, so this is all happening. And he hires a guy to kill him so that his... Sons can so that he can uh, escape the disgrace of you know this all uh, this all going on, and, then and the then, family gets life insurance, and then the family would get uh, he has a ten million life and dollar life insurance fund, so he hires a hitman to kill him. The hitman fails. This dude gets shot, doesn't die. This is this is all here. Look this up. <laughs> Unbelievable, a, a failed not even suicide attempt. A failed paid murder attempt. So he needs to figure out a way to get the heat off of him because he knows uh, his son's probably going to prison for this shit. Mm-hmm. And and he's lost all good graces with the community for uh, this. The scandal of his embezzlement is going to come out in the public very soon. So he's like, if my wife and kid are murdered, then there's no way they're going to continue the charges and all this stuff like that. And so he killed them as a move for like sympathy. And uh, yeah, just just insane shit. And you could see you saw those photos of him in trial. He just like just yesterday he was sentenced to life in prison without parole. And he's like skinny. He looks like uh, he looks like fucking Gary Busey now. And his original photos. He looks like he's filled with Play-Doh. Looks like he has lupus. Yeah, you're right. He's like totally doughy. But here he's now. He's probably getting he's probably getting fucking fucked in prison. He's, I don't he's like an old ugly man. He, I don't think he's in prison yet either. He just got sentenced. Oh, so he's been he's been on house arrest or something. It would shit. be that, that you think there's that's anyone's type in prison? Well, I also Some think old pasty white guy with <laughs> fading ginger hair, turning gray, half gray, half ginger. I think weakness is people's type in prison. Like people that you can dominate are the people that you are taking over. Alex is officially left the table but i do think that this guy has a gordon ramsay vibe going he's got the blonde hair he looks like he would you know finish eating a lava cake and say that is absolutely delicious which for some reason the video stopped recording i don't know why damn it's not like the camera's dead or anything fuck that happened last week too whatever we probably only lost a couple minutes well what are the how many beats do we have left we got like a million beats left. Well, no, no. How many have we done? Is what I should have said. <laughs> We've done four. Vibrations by Piper Beats. Busy by C Blank. Enemies by Lethal Needle. And that was Too Far by Ebby Killa. How, how stupid does this look with the headphones on? No, I think it looks fine. I do think there's that weird thing where it can't go over your ears, so it doesn't sit the way it naturally does. But I've done that. I think you have to tuck the the hat into the headphone a little bit. I'll, I'll stay, I'll stay Yo, I stay tucking hats in the headphones And when I am home, you know I'm in my zone with my headphones Tucked into my hat If you ask where I'm at, that is where I'm at What's up? You might see me wearing a hat with my headphones Overhead, yeah, they told me to go get grown Uh, yeah, but yeah, they dead wrong I stay wearing hats and beanies and fedoras, bitch Now I'm in my zone with my hats and headphones Uh, Yeah, you better just go and leave me alone Better talk no shit on the way I wear it Yeah, you know me, uh, I'm like a cleric Clerical, uh, I don't care what they be saying Cause I keep on wearing and I keep on slaying Yeah, I'm feeling good with my hair tucked in my fucking hat, yeah, it's fair enough. Mm. Yeah, these hats are 
hats and these headphones, they are one. Yeah, that's how it is, yo. I'm done with this song. Fucking A, dude. Uh, just made a banger in like two seconds. Vibrations. No. Big Dreams by Lex Factor. Uh, Yikes. It's like the it's it's like the, the dildo of, of fragrances. It's not so funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. You said vibrations, and I just thought of dildos. That dude, that it's not so is- funny, actually. I, uh, I have a lot of problems with sex. I masturbate, and I can't come. What's a... Uh, what's a thing that on the surface you see in a woman and think that's a red flag? Su- a superficial thing. <sighs> superficial. Uh, like just a, a small on the surface thing. Not like a toxic behavior. Stomach tucked into pants. <sighs> stomach tucked into pants. Yeah, when the pants are just pulled up. Oh, they're all the way up here. Yeah, I'm like, what are we hiding? <laughs> even if the person like doesn't even have like a gut or something, I'm still just like, What's going on? I don't know about that. I don't um, know about that. Big red flag, tit tat. Tat on the tit. Big red flag. Any yeah, any inappropriate tattoos you're gonna see like that's but that's I think that's how it is with dudes as well. Like once once you're like all right, I'm tattooing the stuff that you're not supposed to see. You're you know that's like an edgy move. Right? Yeah, it's so, like oh, so they're getting ready for the reveal. This person is either actually edgy or they consider themselves edgy, and neither one is someone I want to be around. Well, and the fact that you allowed a stranger to tattoo your nipple or something—that's goes to show that you got you're hardcore. It's true. I would just be boned up the whole time with my needle. <laughs> and just, so what are you doing later? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is basically second base. It is 100%. It's more than second base. It's like tit slaughter. Nah, yeah, it's, it's weird. Involuntary that's, tit slaughter. That's why, I, yeah. I, I feel like that's also, you know, there's that's a there's like a, a conflict there. There's like a moral conflict if I'm the tattoo artist. I got to be like, look, you're too hot. I'm going to be too horny while tattooing your naked it's body. It's going to make me uncomfortable. We're going to have to, like, I, you know, it's. I just want to make you feel safe. Let you know I would never do anything. We'll be but this, I will be hard as shit while I'm doing this. So you got to disclose. I just got to like you have to understand that, and maybe you would prefer someone else. Tattoo well, no. You. The th- I feel like a big portion of the people who are tattooing their genitals or their breasts um, are probably in porn. There's statistically there must be a significant overlap between tit tats and porn and sex work. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure there exists an overlap. I don't think it's very significant. You don't think it's significant? What you're implying is that there's enough people with titty tattoos in porn that there's a correlation between getting a a tattoo on your breast and sucking dick on on camera for money. Maybe, dude. I feel like there's a (laughs) solid theory there. I mean, there is like the whole suicide girls thing, but that wasn't like porn, really. That was, I mean, it was. Yeah, but, but they weren't. The, that wasn't like penetrative porn. Oh, they're probably. I think it was just nudity. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, or, or what was known mostly? What they were known mostly for was like softcore internet shit. Shoot, I think this just stopped recording again. Maybe uh, I hit him with the Chris. All right. Fast. We'll... I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. We're living and learning. Yeah. I think it's just uh, it's a piece of shit camera, piece of shit battery. <laughs> Everything is shit. Wander by Boots was the last one. Or I think it's Bootes. Wander. You know, I wonder if this podcast can get any worse. No, I can't. I it's 
I was uh, I was walking home from the gas station the other day, and uh, at at the intersection where the Daisy Market is, just a, like literally less than a block away from yeah. where we're at right now. Um, I'm crossing the street and I notice there's just a screaming homeless man at the intersection across from me. Um, I'm heading, I'm beelining straight towards this guy. He's screaming stuff about the the Ku Klux clowns. Whoa. That's what he's saying. He's saying Ku Klux clowns. Pretty clever. Like, Are you? A, I know. I'm, like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, whoever the first person was who was like Ku Klux Klan. More like Ku Klux Clowns. This is, this is a, oh. a bunch of clowns over there, right? It's a fucking circus. And, it's, you know, it's it's kind of a woke, uh, appropriate attack. You it's know all, what I'm I mean, I feel bad for the clowns out there that aren't racist. But a Ku, a Ku Klux Clown is also kind of a funny concept because it's like, uh, it would, would it have the hood on, but then with, like, clown makeup on the hood? Oh. Yo, Ku Klux Clown. Yo, we clowning all around. Yo, put the hood. On, put some makeup on it now. Oh, I got red nose. Yeah, I got those clothes. Yeah, I got white hoods and the big lips, bro. Uh, I ain't never planned no. to mock the Ku Klux Klan. No, no. Cause all of those mans, no, no. Yo, they is not a fan no, no. of the colored dudes. Yeah, I'm not a mood. Yeah, you don't know me. Yeah, I'm craving food. Picture a bunch of Ku Klux clowns all inside the one pickup truck. One, two, three, or four. They're all oh. coming out. Right now, how many Ku Klux Clowns are we fitting there? Oh my God, I'm getting scared. Oh my God, let's run over there. Yo, imagine a bunch of clowns on a truck getting dropped off all over town. And they're racist. And they're racist, and they got bats and whips. Mm, that's not sick. That makes me want to shit. You might think it's funny for just a second. And, and then they start saying really fucking racist. Briefly, you're like, yo, what's going on? Oh, shit. Oh, my God, they're serious. Uh, okay, so he's calling me a Ku Klux Clown. I'm like, you know what? I can handle it. It's just one homeless guy screaming. I've been through this scenario right. a million times before. I'm yeah. going to walk by him. I'm not even going to look at this guy. Oh, yeah. But then ignore him. there's another person beelining to the homeless guy, rapping to himself at the top of his lungs. Whoa. But like. Well, he was rapping like Pharaoh Monch, Killing essentially, it. and I'm just like, I'm about to enter this intersection, like, there's going to be a point where all three of us cross by each other, and I'm going to have to be normal enough for the three of us, for this interaction, not to go south. Yeah. And, you know, it, it happened, but it was just like, so much shit, all at one time, we got this dude dropping conscious bars, rapping yeah. fast and whatnot, loudly. Like, he can't hear how loud he is because he's, he's got a, headphones in. He's having an incredible And then day. there's this guy just yelling about the Ku Klux Clowns. And this is this is like 100 feet away, away from my front door. And I'm just like, man, this is Long Beach City, folks. I think it's the entire Los Angeles area, anywhere. Even if you go to a nice neighborhood. In fact, in a nice area, it's much worse. Because likely you've gentrified the area. And then the homeless are just more in the street noticeably than before. Because now they know that they can beg the affluent people who just moved in for money. Well, David, uh, yeah, uh, we've been we've been looking. We know since you've you've had some success as your job at a clown as a clown. Uh, we've we've been looking for work. It's kind of it's kind of tight lately finding work for clowns. They don't have the best PR, but we did. We found you a birthday party. Great. It's in the woods. Okay. It's you're gonna have to drive south a little bit. I like nature. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, are you familiar with David Duke? Uh, the, the owner of Duke University? Uh, it pays very well. 
okay, I'm you know I'm all about getting this money. Hell yeah, that's a, that's a, the guy, the clown, discovering that he's gonna have to do a show for the Ku Klux Klan. I mean, I feel like that's a great uh, short film or maybe a full motion picture, possibly. And it could just be called Ku Klux Clown. And then it's just a, a struggling clown that can't find work, gets a gig at a at a rally. Um, but then they love him so much that they bring him in as to be as a, a part of their community. Like he's a, they have a clown on retainer. <laughs> I like the idea of a clown on retainer. Uh, that's such a silly thing to have, but I, I guarantee you someone out there has a clown on retainer. Is that the name of the episode? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to picture like, okay, so the guy would have to be really into performances at parties he probably also has a magician on retainer i assume if you've got the clown on retainer you probably have several other performance artists on retainer quirky ones yeah like there might even be a break dancer as well. the hookers on retainer that that's for the adult <laughs> parties um I'm, I'm imagining like a every I'm, hooker is on retainer at the end of the day <laughs> retainer i just matter right why would you ever uh what were we talking about? Oh, you you cross with I, the issue is the homeless are they become better at what they do. You know what I'm saying? Like they they learn skills. I, I I've talked about this before. They they'll throw quick psychological tricks at you, and it increases their odds when they do it 200 times a day. It's like cold calling. They're they're cold approaching strangers, being like, "Hey, got got two dollars." And you're like, what? Two dollars? I got one, or I got five, two, and then they throw you out your tracks. Now you're thinking about it, and now you're engaging them in the sales process. I think the homeless person should just pretend to be retarded. That's usually what motivates me to get. No, money. no, no. When no. I'm like, oh man, this I feel I'm so sad right now that this, this less less fortunate man, yo. Drop a few, you know, uh, weird slurred words when you're asking for your your dollars. To say you need it for some some peanuts at the store, and then you might get some. Hey man, I'm trying to give me a sandwich. Yep. If you got some strength. Right. Yo. Uh. And that's. I'm sorry. I don't got <laughs> any money, dude. You just acting tardy. Yo. I don't know if I'm gonna give the dude my last two cents. No. Cause it doesn't seem like he has no sense, and I'm pretty sure he's actually smart. And this is all pretend. Uh. Hey man, uh, could you step out of the way? I can't walk through my door today because you've literally made it a place for you to stay and slay that entire bag of Lay's. I'm eating Lay's for breakfast. You know me. I am up next, bitch. It's insane how often I see homeless people in a very tough situation and think to myself, you're good, man. It's gonna be fine. Like I will see it and it, doesn't make me feel better, but the perspective is always making me be way more, way less worried about my problems. Like I walked into the Walgreens yesterday and on the way it was raining. It was one of these days where it was raining and this dude is sleeping by a pillar underneath the little small ledge that the Walgreens has that is dry. And it was so depressing that I immediately was just like, ah, we're going to be all right. I do feel like there's a level of schadenfreude in that. Like there's cause like I'm kind of, well, no, cause like right now you're like, your mindset is it could always be worse. Right. And that's sort of making you feel better. 
Whereas I guess like ideally you'd be like, I need I, to help I, this guy I can't, or no, not even necessarily that. But in, I guess the mindset should be I'm making shit better. But when you default to, oh, it could be worse. And, and that's your go to to like make make yourself feel better is, is looking at people whose lives are shittier than you. Then, they, yeah, there's a little bit of schadenfreude. Yeah, I don't there, think it's yeah. healthy, but. It's inevitable. No, I mean, I, I I actively engage in Schadenfreude, and I know that it's not good. It means that I need to get my shit together. But it's like I don't know what what am I what else am I supposed to actively engage in right now? The most effective homeless person, in my opinion, is the person who has a hat or a can or something like that. Get a decent sign. I saw a guy with with the the classic bag tied to the end of a stick over oh. his shoulder the other day, and I was like, man, we're we're really bringing it back old school. This, no. is, a, this is a bespoke homeless man. I think a, a, just a simple sign, one of these simple ones, like anything helps, boom. You hit them with the can, and then you're just sitting there. At that point, you're keeping some of your integrity. You know what I'm saying? You're you're not being over the top. It's passive income because you're just sitting there. <laughs> the sign's doing all the work. I also think you should try and be homeless somewhere where there aren't a lot of homeless people because oh. when the market is oversaturated right uh I'm, I'm much less motivated to give you money but yeah. like if if say you're like the homeless guy of this town you're probably making fifty thousand dollars a year you're from doing, begging you're doing okay and it's untaxed probably you're not paying taxes <laughs> no 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 for real though i i think that being homeless in la is not the move because i like there's almost because you're in L.A. and homeless, you have the stigma of L.A. homelessness attached to you as well. Right. And it's just like no one likes L.A. homeless people. But, you know, be be homeless uh, in like, I don't know, Rancho Cucamonga. I hate to keep talking about the homeless. Right. I hate to keep talking about the homeless. It's like when we talk that, about fat people. It's like I'm always just like, what are we doing? I know. Man? It Let's feels it feels bad. But just one more one more thing. I am always not. I don't know if impressed or just surprised when I see homeless people that are fairly put together and I don't realize that they're homeless until maybe like 10 minutes after standing in line with them somewhere. I'm like, Oh wait, this person's got like three layers of pants on. Yeah. Well, sometimes they, <laughs> they have like personality, you know, <laughs> yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll be wearing like a cape or something, but they're not. Cause if you, a lot of people tell me this when they come to LA and they see the homeless and they don't have homeless where they're from they're it's culture shock. They're, just completely shocked by the fact that this person is visibly a street dweller. But when homeless people aren't apparently homeless, that that's uh, kudos to that person. I was going on a night walk the other day and I saw this uh, homeless lady standing facing the wall, like face, like nose to the wall, kind yeah. of like the Blair Witch Project. Yep. Uh, and she wasn't moving. And I, and like, as an experiment, I was like, maybe I just chill and, see if she ever moves yeah and eventually i had to leave because i was like i've been here for 10 minutes she hasn't moved a muscle yeah i'm wasting my life watching this homeless <laughs> lady and so i left and i was like man that person was just that's it's like doing the the statue act yeah. you know like in vegas or whatever but not getting any money for it <laughs> She's she's wasting her talent at like eleven at night, <laughs> facing a wall. <laughs> Imagine being the dude that lives in the room right next to where she's standing, being like, "Yo, this is not cool." <laughs> lives in the room right next. Yeah, well, this she was the wall was attached to the freeway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought it was like standing outside of like one of these apartments or some shit. Yo. 
There's a lady standing outside my window uh, And for a couple weeks, you know, it's been cold And I'm concerned about her standing there staring Yo, she's been looking at me really glaring Oh my God, what's up with this homeless oh chick? She's just standing out there, she's like a mannequin And I don't know if I should go out and try to be a friend Because maybe she's possessed by the Blair Witch Project I'm about to be a frantic friend to this mannequin Yeah, you know me, I've been strategizing, strategizing To get out there and start surviving And living under streetways and corners and vibing mm, I just found a mannequin in the trash She makes me feel like a mannequin with that ass I mean a mannequin, I, I fucked up Whoa. my own wordplay I'm so dumb, man, I am a disgrace I sure say the wordplay is the favorite thing Other than fur days I experience uh, I got experience for a day. For a, that's what you, uh, fur days. That's like, um, uh, it's, it's like the salad days, you know, but for furries. Um, fur days. Fur, I, I mean, yeah, you're a furry. That's what you call Fridays. Oh, my, my, my fur days. Yeah. My, uh, I don't know if I talked about this on the pod or not. Uh, did I talk about my cousin having furries at her school? Yes, okay, Sh- shitting yeah. in the litter boxes. Yeah, no, that's a that's different. But <laughs> I think that was a, a caveat to that. You said that they weren't shitting in litter boxes. <laughs> no, <laughs> but man, some of them do. And they've they've they've. they've I've read some articles about students no, getting kicked out for putting fucking shitty litter boxes in sh- in the fucking bathrooms and whatnot. I heard that that's being blown out of proportion. It's a very minute oh, segment yeah, of the yeah, population. Yeah. No, no, no. There's, there's not a million furries out there, but they do exist. And my cousin said that there's one or two at her high school. She goes to a big ass high school. Yeah. You know, this is a fucking San Diego public school or whatever. Uh, what about this? Is Don Tolliver super annoying, or do I not get it? I don't know who that is. Okay. Who's Don Tolliver? I'll, I'll look him up real quick. Or I can pull him is up. Is he a rapper? He is some type of music artist, and he does this like... Oh, he is a rapper. Okay. Oh, no. This isn't him. <laughs> You're thinking of someone else, huh? I could have sworn it was this guy. What? 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 Give us, explain the context of the annoying person, and maybe we can get to the bottom of it. I, so it might not be Don Tolliver. In his like videos, he has like a weird haircut, and the music is the layering of the of the songs is always over processed. And um, he had they they were playing his song at the gym. Oh, you're thinking of Oliver Tree. Yes, I agree. That is that guy's annoying. Yo, what is going on with that dude? I don't understand what the appeal is. Yeah, there's the cut. I don't understand this, dude. Uh, it's fine. I, I don't mind Oliver Tree. I think that he's got his audience. It's a niche thing, like people who are into fucking scooters. So I don't get it. He's not annoying. I don't get it is what you're saying. Yeah, well, I think that song that they were playing uh, at the gym is really bad. But that was also, I think it was featuring Oliver Tree. But at, at the same time, I, I think the whole... The it's I don't like gimmicky artists at the end of the day, and I think that he falls into that category. He's definitely incredibly gimmicky, and right. I, but at the end of the day, his music isn't terrible. So some would say we're gimmicky. Well, you know, just being an artist in general, you have to have a gimmick, I guess. Well, but I, once once you're like you know like I don't know, I I really can't hold it against no, it because no, you know I, think, I, I love Ludacris, and Ludacris was sort of doing the Oliver Tree thing in his old music videos, like having weird prosthetics and 
and, yeah, but, and, and different like cartoony things going on. But I thought so, the, the music was more fitting for that kind of video. Like he's doing the juxtaposition of uh, look at these like random visuals, but then the music's like sort of serious and dramatic and it doesn't, I feel like he's trying to be uh, cool and hip by making the video random and not match the music vibe. Well, it's been kind of, that's been his thing since day one. Like he's been, uh, all of his music videos are just bonkers. And, and they, and the tone of the music is usually something a little more somber, but still like upbeat. It's, it's, I don't know. It's like hard techno pop kind of a thing. And, I don't know. I don't know. It's I. I don't mind him. I don't actively listen to him. I would never seek his music out or anything. Well, that's but what I'm saying, I, I, dude. I I'm nothing. just like I. I don't understand the appeal, and it's annoying to me. But maybe I just need to stop being a hater. There was definitely way worse songs that were played at the gym today. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that that there's this new. Britney Spears, Elton John song. That's just. Uh, I think we played that on this podcast. It's so fucking bad, dude. It's it's, it's a remake of yeah, Rocket Man, right? And it just doesn't make any sense. It's like why? It's a worse. It's worse. First of all, yeah. The original rules, and it was done. And in, in you can't recapture that time in right, American history when no, no, we were going to space and writing songs about it and stuff. They're making it for like kids who don't. Not even kids, like a younger generation that maybe is interacting with music. Kids and, don't like that song. Right. But I'm I don't think anyone likes that song. I'm sure there's like dumb teenagers or like dumb adults. I'm pretty sure, yo, that's one of those songs that they just playing on the radio because it's got Britney Spears and Elton John. It's just one of those songs got two big names, so they are just gonna go keep playing regardless of what everyone is saying. That the song fucking sucks and that song is lame. I turned on the radio and I heard Britney and Elton Joe and I didn't really, really enjoy listening to it. Oh boy, I wanted to put on something else. Wrote on the window and on the shelf. I see the music that I really like. Put it in the CD player tonight. Man, rockin' man, man, stop it, man. Oh, goddamn, I hate it. Yeah, I don't wanna play the song. I listen to the original. Put it on. Yeah, I'm burning out the fuse out here alone. Yeah, I know, and I'm in the zone with my headphones tucked into my hat. Rocket man, yo, that was fat, but the new one, yo, it sucks some dick. And I hate that Britney Spears chick. She shaved her head and she went crazy, but that's okay because now she's free. Oops, I did it again. Ooh, yeah. I turned off this fucking shit. Oh yeah. No, I actually like Britney. That was just that was the freestyle getting Britney be taking Br a hold of me. Britney be spazzing on the internet. <laughs> I I love it though. You know, it's work. That's I, what I say. <laughs> no, I think um I know that you're toxic. That <laughs> that's work. their best song, bro. Yeah, you're right. No, that's a. <laughs> I think that it's just a overcorrection because she's like, "Fuck it, now I'm I'm free. I make my own decisions." No, you're right. There's uh, there's totally an element there, and she's been doing it for like the last 15 years, which is funny. But uh, whatever, she's still got a pretty decent bod. She's been dropping all these nude pics, and I'm like, all right. You not, know what? Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> I actually didn't um, mind Britney's uh, brief. Uh, like there was an attempt at coming back to music 10 years after or something like that. She dropped a song called Womanizer. Not bad. I like that song. That, well, I mean, it was a hit. I no. remember it being a hit. No, it's not Womanizer. It's a different song. I'm fucking stupid. Oh. Womanizer is huge. I'm yeah, fucking I'm, retarded. I'm pretty sure Womanizer was on the same album as Toxic. No, no. Yeah, I'm wrong. There was another song that she made like, ah, dude, I suck. I suck. 
Oh, the battery of the PC is low, bro. It's plugged got- in. What? Oh, this isn't plugged oh. in. I see now. That's okay. Here we go. I'm looking through songs because I need to redeem myself. Hang in there, guys. You mean you need a redemption song? Old pirates, yes, they <laughs> rabbi. <laughs> well, they stand aside and look. <laughs> it's a good ass song. Bro. No, dude, it's insane how <laughs> I can't make a sick ass song with fucking nine million dun, softwares dun, dun, and samples. Dun, 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 dun. And all he's got to do is sit there and speak his heart. Okay, it's one of these. I remember because it was a video. Why don't you sort by release or whatever, and then, you know, you can just sort of... These are all from 13 years ago, like... It's one of these. You could just go on Spotify. Spotify would be way faster because they show you the releases by the year or whatever. Right, but I feel like (sighs) I have that every time video, bro, with Steven Dorff. I feel so small. I guess I need you, baby. And every time I see you in my dreams, I see your face. It's haunting me. I guess I need you, baby. Isn't there like a fucking solo for a piano? Or yeah, dude. Oh man. I, and Steven Dorff is in the music video, which is hilarious. Okay. I've True yeah. Detective season three. I'm gonna type in the words music video because it's specifically a music video that I'm gonna recognize. I don't uh, know, maybe bro. it's not worth it. Maybe maybe I need to give up while I'm ahead. Quit while you're only slightly behind. Uh, all right, fine. I'm giving up after I swipe two more. It's not this one. It's not fuck it. What about the <laughs> Okay, I've got another weird living in the hood moment. Okay. Uh at the gym like two nights ago in the hot tub. And the guy across the tub from me, jacked black dude, covered in tattoos, Sick. wearing a do-rag in Whoa. the tub. And he's got like a younger friend, light-skinned, probably 10 years younger than him maybe, in the tub with him. And uh, the friend goes off to like go in the sauna or whatever, and he's still there. And he's sitting at the edge of the hot tub, and one of his AirPods falls out of his ear <sighs> into the tub. Damn. And he, no, no, his expression doesn't change whatsoever. He just keeps looking at his, like, he looks up briefly to, like, acknowledge that he lost a headphone in the tub and just keeps looking at his phone. And and so I'm confused. I'm like, what the (laughs) hell? And then his, and then his friend comes back and he's like, yo, I dropped an AirPod. You find it for me? He makes his buddy dive under the water of the hot tub to swim for the iPod, the AirPod. And he, and he finds it eventually, but he's got his pal, his younger pal, duck diving under the hot tub. And he's like, man, I can't find it. He's diving down. Going, and eventually he finds it. The guy just puts the headphone back in his ear and goes back to what he's doing. Wait, that kid was opening his eyes in that water. Something like that. Or he was just feeling around for it. Feeling you know? around makes more sense. I don't think he would. I wouldn't open my eyes under there. Like no. That's... Still. What the fuck is up with that relationship? I don't know what's going on. Is it some gay shit? Is it yeah, some straight shit? That's be. a power dynamic. I don't know about it, but I can't talk shit. 
Yo, this dynamic is tragic. It sounds fucking outlandish. The behavior that these dudes have with each other. Yo, I, I really don't think that they're brothers. No, probably not, but technically they are. If you tell them <laughs> brothers, yo, that shit gets you far. Yo, uh-huh. I love these dudes looking for their AirPods in the motherfucking hot tub. Yo, that's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, brothers. Uh, there's them and the others. Uh, and I'm sure they got mothers. Uh, and you know I gotta have an utter We rhyming brothers with mothers Yeah, we love each other's Yo, I'm under the covers With, uh, about to smother Ooh, Robin Smothers That's who, uh, I love it Ooh, I'm eating smuckers Peanut butter and jelly Yuck, I suck <laughs> It's okay, that was a bad one What can we say? I've had some bad ones That dude. was, but it was just such a weird Like, like if, if a headphone of mine dropped out of my ear into the water I would have, I would try to catch it before it hit the bottom yeah. of the pool. Or that I'd, would be my reaction would be as it was falling out of my ear, I'm trying to catch that. I thing. would no longer hang out in the tub at that point. I'd be like, all right, I need to go resolve this headphone issue. Yeah, and he just, he waited till his homie came back and then made him find it. Yeah, and allowed it to soak? Yeah. Man. I think he just put it back in his ear. Are those AirPods like totally waterproof? No. Okay, that's crazy. They may be like sweat resistant, but that's about yeah, that it. That was submerged for at least five minutes. Maybe it's like a power move. That's what I'm thinking. That's, I think that there's. it's almost like a, a, a holding your pocket but not in prison. That was where my brain was going. I don't understand that. I've been, I've been reading this book called The 50th Law of Power, which is... Uh, the, the dude seemed enthusiastic to get it. He's like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, man. And then he goes and finds the AirPods. He's his apprentice or something. Something weird like that. No, I'm reading The 50th Law of Power, which is written by Robert Greene and 50 Cent. Like the dude who you probably heard of the, the 40. 50 cent. Maybe. Let me rack my. No, brain. you probably he's like a he's he's like a vitamin water guy, right? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Uh, no, you've heard of the 48 laws of power. The author of that dude, the 48 cent laws of power. He met he met 50 cent and 50 cent was like, yeah, man, I like your books. Like, maybe Let me give you a... two more laws so we can make it the 50 cent law of power. You know what I'm saying? You stepped over my 50 cent impression. Come on, dude. Well, I'm just joining in, bro. <laughs> your, your impression is better, I'll admit. You should have done Robert Greene. <laughs> I can't do a Robert Greene. You're so much better at Robert Greene. You should have let me do 50 and you do Robert Greene. Yeah, uh, you're right. It's just my. I'm proud of my 50. Who's Robert Greene? He's the author of the 48 laws of okay. power. The point is 50 and this dude who wrote about power 50 and we'll call him 48 <laughs> meet at 50 this, and 48 meet at, they meet at this place and robert is like i'm a big fan of your of your music 50 and he's like yeah man we should do something together and then this dude basically just writes a book about 50 cent and makes it like is it the 50 cent laws of power it's or? called the 50th law of power okay i, I mean that's good that's clever uh, it's almost like that's the whole reason why they met is, is to pl- make a book. The only pun. thing that would have been better is if the rapper's name was Forty Nine. Oh, sorry, it's called the Fiftieth Law. Yeah, Forty Nine uh, is would have been that would yeah, dude. Robert Greene would have been like fucking jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but I forget what the point was. Fuck. There was something uh, about the book. Something about Fifty Cent and uh, this. Oh, <laughs> does it have to relate to the oh, hot tub. There's this stuff? whole. There's this whole chunk where it talks about 50 clowning Ja Rule, like super heavy, and the power dynamic between them because like 50 had actually like been in the street and hustled and faced like crime, whereas Ja was like a phony. Mm -hmm. And the whole time 50 Cent is just punking him, like insane. At one point I read that 
he buys out the first like two or three rows of a Ja Rule concert that so that the front oh, of the yeah. concert is empty. Dude, insane. It's the fucking most hilarious. I knew that he had done some crazy shit, but it's just funny to me that uh, now Ja Rule is also coming off of a completely horrifying failed fire festival. Yeah, like dude. he was heavily involved in promoting that. It was already like a laughing stock yes. in the entertainment industry because and everybody he had to do the fire festival shit. Everybody knew that he wasn't a gangster is the thing like the, the whole, uh, and people do this now, like the same way. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's, you could be a successful rapper and not be a gangster and have rappers still respect you. Yeah, it's just, for sure. He didn't carry himself in a respectful way as well, a, as that type of rapper. And I think at that time, gangster rap was more prevalent. So he thought he had to do that. But it's the same way, like even now, like you, somebody like Takashi all of a sudden gets like heavily affiliated with gangs just to sell music. That's still a move that works. You know, a, a thousand percent. Uh, but yeah, no, it's you, you should expect that to blow up in your face if, if you're not actually like affiliated in any way, shape or form. It's just, better to just do you just talk, rap about wearing your backpack on the bus. My some, man. Yeah, exactly. It, it's just even though I still. Uh, perceive 50 Cent to be cool because Dude, of the crime. That, there's this clip of 50 Cent at like one of his concerts and then like old rival beef gang members show up like to crash his show. One of them hurls a metal folding chair at 50 Cent. He catches it with one hand <laughs> and sets it down like that badass. You've seen that video of the Waffle House lady catching the fucking chair that was thrown at her? No. Oh, uh, yeah. There's a recent video of some Waffle House employee getting a straight up chair chucked what should at I, her. What should I pull up? 50 or the Waffle House lady? Uh, we might as well pull them both, man, up. What the hell? You got to go. Oh, we got a 50 cent. Catching a chair, go pay your rent, and then maybe you could also search yeah, yeah. up the other one. Type the words, yo, Waffle House, chair catch. That's how it is, that shit is fact. Uh. I'm at the Waffle House with my spouse. Uh, 50 Cent, what we talking about? Mm. Uh, caught a chair with his mouth. Mm. Uh, yeah, oh wow. Good boy, 50, catch that chair. Good boy, girly, over there. You're gonna catch that chair in the Waffle House and then make a song with 50 now. Uh. Uh, 50 catches a chair. He can catch it anywhere. And he never cares, cause he always stands. He always stands on top of that. Yo, 50 cents and this beat is fat. And I'm catching a chair, yeah, you know I catch, I catch every single chair, and that's a fact. Every chair that's ever been thrown at me, I've caught, mm -hmm. I've fought. Maybe this one? Yeah, it's only a minute long. Let me take y'all back to Summer Jam of 2000. Oh, no, <laughs> no, let's play. Who okay. cares? I, I want to hear this guy. Fool, with 50 and I'm performing on stage. Bang them smurfing them came in attendance. Not to be a cheerleader. They came to come throw some cheers. But he took a water bottle. More like a cheerleader. Sprinkle some water at them. I guess he was trying to get Wow, he's got like 19 dudes on oh, stage yeah. with him. It's a posse. Watch out this chair here it is, here it is. This shit was incredible. Where where is it? Where is it? Oh, there it is. Oh my god. Run it back real quick. Run it back real quick. <laughs> Guys, you can uh, just go ahead and YouTube search 50 Cent Catches a Chair at Summer Jam 2004 at the Boost Mobile stage, of course. <laughs> oh, there Damn! It is. <laughs> he pushes you know guys. what? It was two hands, it looked like. So, Rebby's right, got the mic in the other one. He doesn't He doesn't just throw it back and keep going. He like... He had a fallout. 
He came to Bro, like, throwing a chair is no joke, bro. They do that shit for fake on WWF, and I'm still just like, chill. That could really hurt someone. Yeah, a Waffle House lady. <laughs> I don't know about lady. <laughs> but that's it. That is it. <laughs> this is the. Oh, is it this one or this one? Uh, go for the shorter one. That's got to be it. Damn, she's fine. Ooh, this is why. Ooh, this is why. Damn. Woo! She doesn't catch it. You're a crazy bitch, and you catch this chair, you're on top of it. Okay, you know, you don't mess with the employees, and I'm not talking about... Boom! Anyway, I'm pretty sure all of our listeners had to have seen this video. This was going around everywhere. Yo, that probably hurt. Yeah, but you know that looked like a metal the, ass chair. You got the adrenaline pump, and you can catch a chair and keep Th- keep going. Think about how horrible your life is if you're working the fryer at a waffle waffle house. I mean, maybe it's not horrible, but if you're not a high schooler, it's probably not where you want it to be. Nothing wrong with working at the waffle house, but if you work the fryer at a waffle house, you probably got big dreams. And instead of you know getting a nice tip or getting some support. You get a fucking metal chair if thrown at you. If you're working in the fryer at the Waffle House, you probably have big dreams. Because you're trying to get out of the fryer job at the Waffle House. I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> have you ever been to a Waffle House? What, is it really nice? There's not... The Waffle Houses I've been to, not a lot of, like, young blood in there. And if there is young blood, it's, like, obvious that they're not going anywhere. I guess where my brain was was not uh, vocalized correctly. I meant... If you work at the Waffle House, I was trying to not shame people for working at the Waffle House. I was like, if you work at the Waffle House, you're probably trying to get out of working at the Waffle House, uh, which may know, seem not, like a, which may seem like a big dream to those working at the Waffle House. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Maybe they get good benefits. No, they get unlimited waffles. <laughs> that's, that's a that's a solid benefit. That's the, probably not even a benefit. They're they're probably gonna use all those waffles to go start the Waffle Hut somewhere I mean, next door. That that's that. that business has got to be going out of, of business soon like I, f- I feel that I remember reading something about how uh, a group of people went into a Waffle House and there weren't any there was one employee and they were like look you're gonna have to make your own waffles and they let them make their own waffles wow and that might have just been a TikTok thing I think but the at the f- same time it seems like it's almost a part of Waffle House's brand to be shitty at this point like they should lean into it somehow I just feel like the the food industry in general is not a great business to be in. It's just the margin on food. Like if I if I go and get a fucking steak and fries and whatever at the Waffle House, it probably costs what sixteen dollars. A steak costs fucking ten dollars. Like there's not a lot of margin there to pay the waitress, pay the cook, pay the rent. I don't think wa- you're overestimating how much Waffle House costs. So it's less than sixteen dollars. I think. Yo, I what, got a steak and eggs, yeah. Waffle House, hey, I bet that would be like at the most 12.53 bucks, you know, because that's a high end breakfast item, bro. Yeah, I'm getting shifty at the Waffle House spending 12.50. Yeah, and every day I'm nifty with the way I count my cents and dimes. I'm feeling fine when I'm at the Waffle House. I got to grind. I'm pretty sure like uh, just the order of waffles is like 3.50. It's yeah, super okay. awfully cheap. And that's how it is at the Waffle House over here. Yeah, I'm rolling deep. Uh, 350 on the waffles. Then you know, get me some coffee and some awful uh, tasting uh, fries. And then uh, make me go sit with a couple guys. Waffle fries. How about that? Best of both worlds. You oh know me. I'm over here with your girl, and we're at the Waffle House. And I threw a chair at her, but she caught it, and that's fucking scary. Damn. 
catching chairs. She didn't catch it. She deflected it. No, she like kind of put it. She got no, it. Sort of moved it dude. out of the way. That's not what Re happened. Play it back. Run it back. Okay, you know, you don't mess with the employees. And I'm not talking about. Boom. That's a catch, David. Because you won't win. That is a catch, bro. A catch? That's a catch. In in football, that would count as a fumble because she had the the possession. Briefly. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Briefly. Oh, you know what's funny? Is that she's arguing with this bitch over here. She's arguing with Oh yeah, well I think it's it's that that chick's got a posse and and they tried to sneak her yeah, sneak so it, sneak attack with the she's, chair. She's beefing with this lady right here. That dude's trying to stop her and then some fucking side side piece over here is like they should have messed with that employee they shouldn't have messed with that employee and you know why because she still got wired headphones in that's how you know she got she's got dreams. nothing to lose <laughs> no yeah <laughs> she's got I, I dropped these fucking wired headphones in a in a tub i don't give a I fuck i deep fried <laughs> these headphones last week these are edible yeah no um i gotta i gotta take a piss all right let's hit him with the chris i'll be right back I'll read you some beats really quick. Good call. Boom Bap Salsa by Harold. I Don't Know by Raz Hop. No, No, No by Caddy Beats. Motivate Myself by Othello Beats. Disco Lady by Ty Beats. Did we do one after the disco one? I think so. Farewell by That Kid Goron. Do we have four left? Probably have four left. Something like that. Exactly. Fuck yeah, dude. I had this experience the other day where I was waiting for uh, DoorDash delivery. Speaking of DoorDash. And... <coughs> Uh, the DoorDash delivery was shown as being very close by. So I um, I get a knock on the door, and I open the door thinking that it's DoorDash, and it's not. It's this dude. And for those of you who don't know our situation, a lot of people have to get water in California. Other places just drink water to the faucet. It's considered not safe, at least in L.A. So it's this dude being like, hey, I'm here because we're doing like this community thing where you guys are guaranteed clean water or some shit. It leads me to believe that I can get water delivered to the house for free. And then after talking to him for like five minutes, all of a sudden I'm putting cre <coughs> credit card information into a what? thing. And I was what? like, and he was like, oh no, they're not going to charge you. And after a while I was just like, what is happening? And this dude totally like tricked me into getting to the end of the thing but he was like, oh, you're not going to pay today. You're going to pay on the third. And this whole time I'm like, oh, I thought this was free. But at this point, I'm so far into the interaction with this dude that I feel bad telling him that he's not closing the sale anymore, even though he tricked me. Right. It's insane. I should be like, you like, yo, empathizing. With I was him. like, yo, you, you, I should have been like, yo, you said this was free. I'm not doing this. So instead, I just let him. Signed me up. I gave him the credit card info, and then immediately I walked inside, opened the app, and canceled everything, and didn't get charged, because um, I didn't have the heart to tell this guy. Right, right. Uh, that is, uh, man, that guy works for a company that makes him go door to door and do that bullshit. Which, well, no, I think that sucks. I think the company wants him to legitimately sell it, and he is manipulating people into thinking that it's free. They probably give him a script. He leverages some type of promotion. Like there's some promotion where you get like some free water, but it's with a purchase. And he had me like, and he, he I told him, I was like, oh, I went and picked up water today. And he was like, oh yeah, that's expensive. I paid five bucks for like two five gallon things. Yeah.
and then this dude had me at like 45. I was like, am I dead or am I alive? Uh, I must be dreaming, cause this dude knocked on my door and he be scheming. Yo, what, 45 like a month? That's what he wanted to yeah. charge you for the water? Oh my God, yo, that doesn't make any sense. It's like, it literally takes like 10 minutes. It wasn't even like a month, it was per quantity. So it was like really sloppy, uh, salesmanship. It was actually fraudulent and didn't become my friend. Yeah, I mean, I need at least 50 gallons for that price, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Joseph Stalin, I'm over here in Russia leading. That's me, yo, I'm like Vladimir Putin. Well, no, I, I would understand an upcharge because going to pick up stuff is subpar. I'd rather have it delivered. Uh, but this dude's prices made me want to shiver. No, I agree. That's the convenience, but the convenience fee, man, that shit is steep. I don't understand that shit. It's not for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, so, I mean, how? What? What? What do you think they would be delivering each time? Like five gallons each time? Like once a week? Or it's what's, ten gallons. Ten gallons. Once ten a week. gallons, and then also a bunch of bottled water. Jesus. So, so it's not good for the environment either. Exactly. I'm like, I don't want bottled water. Yeah, that's weird. Because every time I get bottled water, I end up refilling the bottles with the other water because I'm like, I don't want to keep Wild wasting thing. bottled water. <laughs> there's people out here selling water door to door. Well, here's That's the thing. I get being tricky when it comes to sales because at the end of the day, it's either you or them and you got to you gotta do what you got to do. I get it. But you got to do stuff that retains. It, salespeople get charged back on things that get returned. So if I sell you something and you return it, I'm not getting paid because it got returned. Mm -hmm. So this dude's strategy probably has a high cancellation rate because of his deception tactic. I might have actually genuinely bought the water. I might have been like, yeah, let me get two gallons delivered every two weeks. And they take your old thing and, and give you new ones. Is there anything preventing him from just never telling you that you'd be charged? Like, what if he just said it was going to be free forever and then... You just and hope with the hopes that you didn't look at your bill the next month to see forty five dollars on it. Right, but I saw everything when I was putting my credit card in. Like it'd be hard to. Yeah, I know. I get that. But if there was some way, like just straight up lie about it, just be like, yeah, it's totally free. Yeah. Go ahead and. But why do you need my card then? <laughs> I, yeah, guess, exactly. I guess that's where shit would hit the fan. <laughs> no, that he would have to say. I think he tried to talk me out of the issue with the card at one point because he was like. Oh, yeah, they just need that in case you don't return the jugs. Then we have to charge you for them or some shit like that. That's good. It was that, a, that's it, that explains <clears throat> away my my thoughts. But I immediately got a, a notice from Capital One being like, there's a pending order on your on your card. Whack. And I was like, yo, look at this. You fucking tricked me, bro. I mean, I cancel. I didn't get charged. Wait, wait, was, you, you showed it to him in real time. I did. That would be very funny. It, I was so shocked at my lack of uh, backbone in this whole dynamic i usually think of myself as someone who will sort of stand up for themselves in most situations but i kind of feel like i've seen you cave in sales situations before uh which uh, maybe that's why you're such a good salesman it's because you're like you've had stuff work on you so many times you're like all right well that worked on me i now have these shoes i'm going to do that again but with this phone to someone else I don't know. I feel like I was I, the guy pathetic. Did no. you also sort of was there a no? He was factor? he was ambitious. I felt like oh, so he like didn't you weren't there was no like pity or like he didn't look bedraggled. Here's the thing: it just goes to show that that apartment is in a 
not great building because if there was a gate out front, he couldn't come knocking. But that is straight to the street. Like you're able to just cold approach that apartment. Yeah, he had to go up some stairs. Right, and it was raining that day, dude. Jesus. That's why. Well, I mean, that's he's got to sell some fucking plans or else he doesn't I'm like, get paid. There's, there's water falling from the sky, and this guy's coming door to door selling water. That's a damn Ponzi scheme. Shout, shout out our latest video. Make sure you check that out. Go check that out. Maybe we should also take this moment to shout out our patrons as well. You know what? I want to say this really quickly. Okay. We, I, we appreciate everyone that signed up for the Patreon, and if you haven't signed up and you're listening to this, you should go sign up. But I, cl- <laughs> I specified in the second tier that um that's the one that comes with the shout out what uh i that's the only benefit of the higher tier is that you get to hear your name spoken here like that's the only thing that i clarified i was like if you're paying 10 to 25 all right that's kind of dumb oh my god that's not awesome but whatever man i won't say their names yo i understand you gotta play the game yo yo uh, we should probably say the names and change the benefits because at this point in time, God, I don't think it's legit. I always can kind of considered that the higher tier was for the people who just loved us, just wanted to give us more money. Yeah. yeah. What? Yo, the thing is, there's uh, one of these kids who signed up for the tier that includes the shout out shit. We've already shouted him out like three or four times yeah. on the episode now, so it doesn't even matter. Oh my God, wow. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we doing? Why? How? No, you're right. Where? I, I, we appreciate everybody that signed up, and we're just going to fucking uh, shout you guys out. I don't even, I, I, I think I recall everybody because there's, there's four of you. Well, we got, you know, our boy Tori. Shout out that oh, dude. He that, really he really loved my Tommy Pickles joke on the uh, the transferring the dead babies. Hell yeah! You know what I liked it too. I don't think it got the the reception it deserved on Pod. So it felt nice to to get that message from him. So yeah, thank you. Shout out. I'm, to I'm sorry I let you down. Uh, shout out uh, Andy and Oscar. We appreciate you guys sacrificing your hard earned dollars. Uh, Kevin, Johnny's brother. We think we're speculating. I it, they well, both have the same last name. Yeah, you're right, because I think that Johnny T stands for Johnny Todd. That's what I think so as well. <laughs> Could be wrong, though. Hey, and I need you guys to, like, sell your friends, you know? Like, if you have a friend and be yeah, like, yo, we're, 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 support d- this podcast. Check it out, like, the the rap that we did uh, that we just dropped about Ponzi schemes. No, it's not Basically, even a rap. It's just a conversation. Oh, yeah, you're right. There's no, no, no rap. Well, let's, well, we're rapping, like, guys rap together, you know? It's, yeah, uh, yeah. That's how people... That's how, like, a cool dad would tell his son about yeah. sex. He'd be like, son, let's rap. And then no, I swear that's what people used to say back in the day. I've I've heard that term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm just trying to figure out. Uh, maybe I should just remove the stipulations from the tiers. All the tiers should include all the benefits. Well, I mean, until we actually have something for the people who are paying more, just have it. Just have it say. This is because you like really believe in us and want us to succeed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> something really sad. And maybe we'll make a maybe we'll make a hat or something. I'll send you guys a hat. You know what? That's a good. There could be like once a month you get like a new enamel pin. <laughs> I don't know if that's sustainable, but maybe. I mean, what? Those are those are super cheap. If they're paying fucking twenty dollars, we could throw a pin their way. What about shipping? I don't know. <laughs> I'm down with a postcard. <laughs> How about a Just po- a photo of us. How about that? The signed photo, maybe signed. Maybe Hey, we're going to get a it laminated extra for the signature. 
Or a magnet. What if it's a magnet of you and me, like, hugging? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I I assume the... The, the, pat- the patrons that we were already probably down to just only one since since these shout outs. Yeah, uh, they've, they've been already, like, I don't like it anymore. Yeah, nope. I actually purposefully didn't want you to let anyone know I listened to this shit. Yeah, they're embarrassed. I yeah. get it. It's fine. We barely even I got. What else do I got? Uh, Hang on. I'm pulling it up. Here we go. One. Oh, um, no, nah, this sucks. I got nothing. I kind of got nothing too, which is unfortunate because we got two beats left. And I kind of thought that maybe we were going to record like log at the end. Okay. How about this? I'm going to go to Whole Foods later because I got to drop off the SD card that didn't work. I want to fucking buy a whole watermelon. Okay. And then just chop that shit up and then start eating watermelon at night. Watermelon is dope. Is, Is watermelon ever out of season? I don't know. I have no idea. What about watermelon and feta? I think that no matter what, you could get a watermelon at the grocery store. I'm pretty sure. Year round? Like, if it's not in season here, they could. it's probably in season somewhere else, and they can get it shipped or whatever. I don't know. I'm going to Google this. Are yeah. watermelons in season? Is that a good Google? Um, I would I would have probably just Googled watermelon season. But it's, it's not bad. That It was adequate. You got the information that you needed. Yeah, it was legit. You just had maybe two extra words. Watermelon season was all you needed. But uh, whatever, man. I agree with what you ordered, what you see it. Yo, May through September, I remember, is the best watermelon time. Yeah, I'm feeling flying. Mm. Yeah, I'm drinking lime. Mm. Base mm. beverages. Mm. And none of them got watermelon, bitch. Ooh. Ooh, my watermelon seedless. Yeah, you know I need this. I got watermelons every season. Extra sweet, thin red. We got small size. Ooh, we got fucking yellow ones i don't know i've never seen a yellow watermelon that ain't watermelon that's just melon yeah when i was young i became a felon because i was stealing all the water and the melons yeah the rind yeah it don't taste right uh. yo this is the bomb right here the fucking deep red i remember one time uh i was at christian camp Ugh. and uh there was just a whole tray of watermelon. No one was eating. Everyone else was out doing some activity. Sure. And I was like, it was hot. We were at the beach. And I'm just like, I'm going to eat all this watermelon. <laughs> I, I like ate the whole fucking tray. I probably ate an entire watermelon, the equivalent of, an, of a whole watermelon that day. Yeah, but your stomach after that, you're just like full of water. Yeah, it's just, no, it's probably like this amount of water. And then. You know, whatever the fiber, the fiber doesn't take up that much. I bet if you crushed a wall, it's like uh, it's like cotton candy. You know, when you squeeze a cotton candy together, yeah. that's like the fiber inside of a watermelon. You crush all that together and it's very minuscule. It's the best fruit, dude. It just like automatically take it unless it's not ripe, which I wouldn't recommend not ripe watermelon. Not ripe nothing. But no, I've eaten not ripe. Apple, they uh, make, it's m- sour apple. They make uh, this salad out of not ripe papala- papayas, and by they I mean the the Thai people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the the fucking papaya salad is so goddamn good. Oh my god, I get some peanut sauce in there. Oh, it's I nice like I like peanut sauce. Mm. I like the Asians got that down. Well, it's, it's crazy because what they do, it's like they take the 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 papaya and then they sort of shave it into almost noodles. It's like these long strands oh. of papaya. And they make they, them squiggly just, somehow. 
I don't know if they're squiggly. Oh, but non-squiggles. That'd be cool if there was. No, there. Are, I think that there are uh, ruffles. They got some ruffles. I'm just saying, it. you can squiggle something on your own. Like you could take something and make it squiggle. I don't know. the The rind of the papaya might be too rigid. It might break or something if they tried to the, squiggle it. I didn't know the term rind until I literally just googled the watermelon season thing. Really? Like I have you just see. existed this long without comprehending that. that You've never little, heard it before. Like the I word? probably heard it and I just didn't read. I didn't register it as something I understood. But I wouldn't know how to tell you if I was eating watermelon right now and you looked at me and said, David, I can't believe you're eating the rind. I'd be like, what's rind? And it's because you don't know the word. It's like something <laughs> that, that you're, you're so dumb that that's what it takes to compute that you're not supposed to do the thing. You're like, like I'm eating watermelon. Right. Like now. What I was like, no, but that's the rind. I'm doing which like is what, the part you don't eat, David. Like what I was doing with the edamame. Yeah. I was doing that with the watermelon. I'm eating the whole thing. Oh, my God. The edamame situation was totally confusing. Yeah, well, that's funny that we were able to call back to that so fluidly. Um, yeah, no, edamame. Uh, I, and I, I, I bought that Hawaiian food impulsively. Because I was walking to this place called Halal Guys. Shout out a Middle Eastern fucking franchise. You had to pick up some different brown guys. But the, the, yeah, the Hawaiian dude restaurant was right over here, right next to it. And I could smell like the spicy barbecue chicken. And I was like, fucking, I'm going in here. Here's the thing, though. Like, did you get any macaroni salad? Yes. You did. Okay, then you're, you're, you're good. You're and doing I got it right. Two, and I got right. two scoops of rice. <laughs> As long as, because that's a big test uh, of a, if it's a good Hawaiian restaurant or not. You get the max salad. If that shit is banging, that's a good restaurant. Yo, I couldn't stop eating it. Yeah, that shit is lit. Yeah, I really loved it. And I would recommend it to any of my friends if they came over in a Benz. And we like, yo, let's go get Hawaiian. On a Tuesday, yeah. Aloha, bra. Let's go pull up Aloha. to the Max Salad stop. Yeah, what's up? Uh -huh. I just wanna go get some Max Salad and get the macaroni in my blood. Yo, I love it so goddamn much. I love macaroni salad. I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna get stuffed off the macaroni. It's rough. They also got Woo. the Spam Musubis there. This shit is tough, bruh. I love them. Shoot. Spam Musubi got me groovy watching it at the movies. And I'm hanging out with some two piece. And she knows that I'm super cool. See, getting real soupsy. Oh no grinds, feeling fine, oh no I'm about to dine on the shit, yeah it's legit and I want it yo, it's getting me fit, yo huh, the max salad is lit, I love it yo, it is my kid, I raised it from a little baby, yo max salad, yo it's going crazy, uh. Super good dude, I had a great time, Yeah. and I didn't even feel like shit after the fact. That's good. You know when you eat a nice little bowl of some, the Hawaiian food's hefty, Uh huh. it yeah, could put you sure. to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, the, the ma it, pretty much you can get whatever you want. I, although I do think that Terry beef is another big staple. If you're, if you're like, get a side of Terry beef with that, that's good to have. Terry beef, mac salad, and then, you know, yeah, some rice. You're good. You're golden, pony boy. I, I hate that I keep bringing this up every week, but I'm Just watching. Food. I'm, I'm <laughs> watching. No, no, I'm watching Master Chef, and I'm on season three now. And it, a great reality TV show because of the cooking aspect. There's layers of drama additionally, and. You know, Gordon Ramsay as a character is funny, but there's this thing that continuously happens where they'll they'll have to like make a dish. And maybe this is my perception of food. Somebody will take something super basic. And when I think of basic, I think of like the Hawaiian cuisine that we just discussed. It's like pretty simple to understand. Yeah. And but they will cook it and plate it and like do the whole thing in a certain way to where it's now do a little dance for you. 
it's, uh, or they'll serve it with a shot or I don't know. They do something creative with the food to where something, even if it's super basic, is still like considered like uh, impressive in a culinary ma- fashion. Like they'll be like, and the rice and this. And I'm like, it's just chicken and rice and fucking coleslaw. Like this doesn't have to be perceived as done well from a culinary standpoint. But I think why that show is good is because it makes all of us who cook even a little bit think I could be on that show. I could fucking make some eggs Benedict. I mean, they had Michael fucking Imperioli on. Oh, really? He fucking won the whole thing. Oh, you just ruined a season for me, bro. <laughs> what season? I don't know if it was MasterChef. It might have been. I think it might have been Top Chef. But Michael Imperioli is on, and he they, fucking wins. And they haven't had any. He, uh, he was on because like, his kids love the show, and they're like, you should be on, Dad. You're a great cook. And he goes on, he fucking wins. And you know, and what's great, I sent you that clip of uh, that one time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can tell that he's kind of making it up as he goes. Like, there's a scene where he's making ice cream live on the show, and he's like, I've never made ice cream before. And it's like, you're do, you're, your first time making ice cream is now on the show. I think it's on... Oh, Chopped. Okay, yeah, that's the show. Chopped. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty fucking great clip <laughs> of him on Chopped. Yo. And he won. This is him. Look right? at him. <laughs> Yo, what a legend, dude. I know. He fucking rules. Uh, one of the big things for me when watching these shows is how much I don't uh, trust the credibility of whoever they've picked to be a judge because I'm not in the food world. Right. And for some reason at the intro of the show, they'll be like, this guy owns 25 restaurants. This guy's like the youngest chef to get a Michelin star. But when they're judging stuff, I'm like, I don't even know if I trust this dude's opinion on whether or not this is good or bad. You've just in the character development at the beginning have established that this is a person who I should take their word. That was something that they did in the, in the menu. There was like, there was a uh, one of the tables was was like uh, food critics mm. and there was this other table that was some kind of like ad agency for food or some shit and and the 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 table that didn't like the chef was like yeah, it's missing this or blah 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 but then the tables that loved him were like it's exquisite it's blah. so there's that level of of shit too where the guy could just be having a bad day and be like yeah it could be better michael imperioli <laughs> Next <laughs> and just fucking yeah. chew him out. There's a lot of consistency in regards to the people who are on the show and what their dream is. They're all like, I want to own a restaurant in the name of city that they come from and be like and be a, a cornerstone of great feud in America. Great feud. That food. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I hey, it's up. not a good it's not a good reality TV show unless there's some feud and there's, feuds and foods. There are a lot of people who uh Is there a reality show called Food Feud yet? That's money, dude. Right. Okay. Well, or, or we have to figure out a way to get the word food out of there. What it, like family food, but the opposite of that. We want um, like fast feud. We want something along the lines of that. I don't think fast feud is very good. I think family uh, feud is locked in on feud, though. No, no. But like nobody no, no, else can I'm use just saying, feud. If now. we were doing the reverse, we would come up with family food. But we're trying to get something with the word feud in there as yeah. a replacement for food. So if the show Family Feud was originally called Family Food, then calling my joke would work. I'd be like family, more like Family Feud. Yeah. Because yeah, they're yeah. always feuding all the time. Um. Uh, but no, uh, you could call it fast feud. I, I already said that. You said that. <laughs> that was the first thing I said. Damn, <laughs> I missed that. That's crazy, dude. Uh, uh, <laughs> that was like less than a minute ago. Less than a minute ago. 
Fuck, dude, it was no, that but recently? I like, but no, but you, you nailed that. Technically, you, you did, you, you're on the right track Okay, uh, what about this? Um, feud for less. Yeah, feud for thought. There we go. That's, that's a, solid. That's a good one. Uh, that might be what we have to go with, the feud bank, you know? Uh, feud mm, for thought. I'm on feud stamps. Feud for thought. Feud stamps, like that's. I like it, but I don't think they'll ever. They're ever gonna name. That's not the very show. marketable. But here's the thing, <laughs> that is not a bad idea for a show. You have X amount of CalFresh points, and you have to go into a grocery store. You're only allowed to use those points, and you have to figure out a way to make a dish <laughs> to impress a judge, and yeah. call it feud stamps. That's pretty good. Right? Because then you're battling using food and government resources. Dude, we got there, bro. We ripped that things? out. This is real podcasting right now. Bro. <laughs> this is why you got to shell out for the Patreon. Yo, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I don't know how we're going to make bonus content this week because we could barely get through well, this hour. But here's what I'm, we'll, I'm proposing that we we come back. Are you, do you have to leave later? No, I'm staying. Okay, well, then maybe we do another one later this evening. Okay, how about this? There's a, um, um, there's a UFC fight that we could like... Commentate while okay. we while we watch it. And Let's then, do that. I I like that. That sounds lower maintenance. But how long? Like, are we gonna do it for all the fights or just one fight? We do it for an hour and then we're like, "Fuck you guys!" That's all you get. All right. Well, if you guys have a better idea, uh, email us. But <laughs> we <laughs> can't. Be what, that might be what we're doing today. Oh <laughs> no! Hit us on the Discord because if you're on the Patreon, you're part of the Discord. And if you're part of the Patreon and you haven't joined the Discord. I get it. You know, maybe that's a vulnerable space. They have for you. to be a part of the Patreon to join the Discord. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the regular fans. Join no, no, the, the regular fans. Okay. Unfortunately, well, no. If they're if you're actually a fan and you're not supporting the Patreon, you should really think about it because we don't have money. <laughs> so help us, anyways. Yeah, you know, you might you might take a look at our setup and be like, look, these guys got to figure it out. They're obviously on top of things. They're on top of the podcasting industry, masters of it, even. Right. But the truth is, we're not. We're in debt from all of this. We're we're massively in debt. Help us bury or dig ourselves out, just so that we can get to like you know break even. Yeah, yeah. Independent by Hippie Jack, Catch by Kyoto, Zeus by Vulik Beats. And unfurnished business by Just Dan Beats. I think that's it, right? Yes, sir. Follow me at Bubba Y B U B B A W H Y Y. If you need any music videos or any video work whatsoever, or if you just want to be friends, yeah, any message, say what's up. You can do that. You can follow us at Banfomania or uh, on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. That's where most of the content's going. And then you could follow me at Salt and Satire. Let me know what you think of the show. Uh, and Fucking, we'll see you for more. Au revoir.